Look, I know you know that I know that you know how busy we all get. Ollie can help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four years and up. And the new Ollie Brainy Chews support healthy brain function with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I have to wear a lot of makeup for my day job, but when I'm off camera, I'm all about ease and simplicity. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. One of my go-tos is their brilliant eye brightener. It's ridiculously easy to put on, and it gives my eyes the little perfect pop in seconds. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash off camera. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash off camera for 10% off your first order. And I said, so I'm a goner, right? Oh my gosh. And I'm guttural crying. Because I'm like, how could I finally be blessed with this baby and I'm not going to get to meet her? This is wow, a nightmare. Somebody got to cue me or do I cue myself? Cue yourself. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Off Camera. So let's get talking, everybody. Wow. Just the breadth and depth that this podcast takes. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Um, very excited. Maria Menounos yes. is joining us today. Yes. New mother just had a baby. Just had a baby. I mean, very exciting. It was quite an odyssey for her and Kev. I know uh, we're going to get into it. But before we cover Maria Menounos, let me check in with my trusty companions, Jan Chalet, Albert Bianchini, Seth Gronquist. Hi. Woo. Hello there. Oh, wow. <laughs> he speaks. A lot of people wanted to know what the elusive Seth sounded like, and now we know. <laughs> Hi, elusive Seth. Hi. <laughs> Wait, I have a question yes. for you. Yeah. Your friends who were having the baby via surrogate, because yeah, obviously no, Maria Maria had yeah. her baby that way. How are they doing? What's happening? August 31st. Oh. oh. Baby's due. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Lola Consuelos just walked in the door, and if you haven't downloaded, uploaded, or streamed her new song, Divine Timing, by Lola Consuelos on Spotify, Apple Music. And please tell your daughters to listen to it instead, please. (laughs) I love you all. Can I send that elevator to the basement and lock her down? <laughs> yes, please. Please. Well, good luck to your friends. That's Thank so exciting. No, very exciting. Very exciting for them. Do they know what they're having? No. They like to be surprised. Well, I know how to tell. I know how to tell. How? So when the surrogate is having, I wish I was there for the sonogram. When the surrogate is having a sonogram, when they say, <clears throat> and if you're pregnant and you don't want to know, maybe tune out of this part. <laughs> this interesting. When they say, do you want to know? That's because they've seen a penis. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, they did ask me that each time, and I have two penises in my a sonogram. Family. A sonogram <laughs> technician told me that. It's when they see the penis, they say, do you want to know? When they're not sure 
Or if they don't see a penis, they say, are you finding out the gender? Is more like, but usually as soon as they see the penis, they're like, do you want to know? Like they'll stop and they're like, do you want to know? Because we can all agree. You can't tell a penis from an elbow, from an earlobe, from a forehead in a sonogram. To me, I was like, I don't know. They're like, do you know what this is? I'm like, a foot? They're like, that's a spleen. And I'm like, okay, I was close. Um, So should we log on? Yes. We're on. Hey, Maria. So much to talk about. You know, she is not just a broadcast journalist, entertainment reporter, not just a best-selling author, not just a host, not just an actor, not just a fellow podcaster, but she is a brand new mother to a baby daughter named Woo! Athena. Please welcome Maria Menunos. Thank you. Woo-hoo! Thank you. You know, saying that you're a mom is my new favorite title for you. Oh, it's mine too, actually. All day I'm like, I'm your mom. I'm your mom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell us, tell us about her. Our house is exploding with love and it's a feeling that I just, it's hard to describe other than, like I've said, I feel grounded. I feel like I know where I belong finally. I feel like I love my house now. I, I, I've never loved my house. I don't want to leave. I'm I'm just so happy. It's It's such a great feeling. And I just, funny enough, hung up with an astrologer. It was a gift oh. somebody gave me for Athena to do her chart. And? And? And so I think I spoke about it on the show when I filled in for you. Recently, I said, you know, her name, Athena, she's the goddess of war and wisdom and spirituality and inspiration. And Alexandra is the defender of humankind. And she was born in call. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. All three of our kids were born that way. Is that crazy? That's crazy. So are they intuitive? Very intuitive. Yeah. It's yeah. They say that they're special and that they have a vision that we don't have and an intuition. So I already kind of have a feeling of who she's going to be in the world. And her chart just confirmed everything I thought, which is crazy. Mm. Have you ever had your kids charts done? Oh, yeah. So we had our initial pediatrician, Dr. Um, Mark Nesselson, who is an incredible guy. It was a homeopath, but he would have my kids charts done when they were born. And they are pretty much exactly on target with everything that I was told about them. Even there were times when they were younger, like you'll see Athena will turn into many different people before she becomes who she is. And there were times they would veer so far away from what the course of the chart was that I was like, this stuff isn't real. This stuff isn't, (laughs) this stuff isn't real. But now that they've landed as adults, they are exactly as predicted. Wow. I'm just in shock that three of them were born in call because it's so rare. It's one it's in so... 80,000 kids. Yeah. When Athena came out, she was still in the sack. They had a piece yeah. off of her. It was so wild to see. Like, she was still in the whole sack. Yeah, it's crazy. Were you able to videotape the whole birth? Did they allow camera? Like, were you allowed to have your cell phone or whatever? I did. What I set up was, on you know, those hospital tray tables. Mm-hmm. I set up my iPad and I put it at an angle where it wouldn't be obnoxious and, you uh-huh. know, not yeah. respectful. So we would see her come out from the side of her leg. And yeah. so I see her come out and then her husband took pictures and video from above. Yeah. So I have you know, 
both angles, actually, which is Cine- so cool. Cinemascope. Yeah, You exactly. have Cinemascope. It's amazing. So tell me how you're both adjusting to being parents. So we feel that we were really prepared. And I am i didn't know this was going to officially be the case, but we've had dogs for 20 plus years. And we've had five at a time usually. And all of them had different ailments. One was handicapped. We had all this medicine regime with the other ones. And and we looked at them like they were our babies. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the skill set that we formed as parents to the, the canine babies was great because we know our roles. I'm the diagnoser. He's the administrator. I'm the one who feels something's wrong. He's the one who says no, and then later finds out I was right. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's been great. So now do you have a baby nurse with Athena? I do. Thank God. I mean, I always envisioned having my mom with me. And when that wasn't a reality, I was like, oh gosh. And then all the health things that happened, I looked at Kevin and I said, I think we really need to do this. There's no question. I need to be my healthiest. I need to be my strongest. And sleep is going to be the answer for all of that. So I'm thinking about your mom. Like, do you find that your mom comes to you in ways like, will you look at Athena and um, will you get a visit from your mom? I've seen my mom in Athena so many times. So wow. When you see her and her picture as a baby, she's Kevin's carbon copy, literally mm-hmm. Kevin's carbon copy. But there were so many moments, and especially in the beginning, I would look at her and I would just see my mom and it would freak me out because it was my mom. And and my um, housekeeper, Violetta, without me saying it, said it too. She's like, I've seen your mom a couple of times. Yeah. It's like, yeah, me too. So... I've seen her and then we have our picture in the kitchen and every morning I always touch my mom's heart and tell her I love her. And, um, oh shoot. And so, um, and then I always bring Athena to her and I say, yeah, I loved you so much. Even though she's not here with us right now, she is here with us. And then I hear my mom say, oh my gosh, I love her so much. Like I hear her voice. So I hear her all the time and she's in her, her room. So at night, We'll say our prayers and, you know, we'll say goodnight to my mom and stuff. So sorry. No, I uh, can only imagine like it's such a bittersweet. You went through so much, Maria. Gosh, you had a brain tumor diagnosis when? How how long ago was that? So my mom was diagnosed in 2016 and then mine was a couple months later, early in 2017. So, like, so scary. And are you both thinking, like, are you staring at each other thinking WTF? No. And I'll tell you why. So when I got diagnosed, I had just brought my mom to Mexico for some alternative treatments. And my doctor Mm -hmm. called me down there. I just finished unpacking them, putting everything away, setting them up for success. They were going to be there for two weeks. And my doctor called me. And it was like the last thing I could tell my parents in that moment because my mom's tumor was growing. So we were in a really bad moment. And so I left them and I looked at Kevin. I'm like, we can't tell them. So we didn't tell my parents for almost two months. It was two nights before surgery. I was having a birthday party slash kind of, I needed some love going into massive brain surgery. Right. And so we told my parents kind of like in a quick moment right before they went to bed so they didn't have time to think about it. 
wait so you they're like good night they're good in night. bed love you love you by the way i won't be here in the morning i'm just having some <laughs> brain surgery it was close enough i said kevin i think we have to ambush them so we ambushed them they were in bed we knocked on the door and we said hey we have to talk to you about something they thought we were going to say we were pregnant i said listen um you know we're gonna have a party tomorrow and Everyone's going to be here. And I just don't want someone to slip and say something to you guys, but we've been keeping something from you. And I said, so mom, and my mom wasn't okay at that point. She had had, you know, some treatments and her brain was inflamed. And so she, she wasn't herself. And I said, mom, you know, the kind of brain tumor you have is cancerous. Well, we just found out that I have a brain tumor as well, but mine is the non-cancerous. So it's super easy. We're just going to go see Dr. Black again, just like he did yours. He's going to cut my head open. We're going to do it. And it'll be fine. Everything's going to be great on my birthday in two days. Right. And so they were just like, what the hell? And I was like, okay, good night. Bye. Love you. And the door comes <laughs> and they went to bed. And then the next morning they were kind of just, you know. Did they wake up and say, we had the most horrible dream last night? <laughs> Well, the next day now we had activity because people were going right. to come over. And so we were stimulated. And then the next morning we were in brain surgery. So it all worked. But my mom, even through brain surgery, when she was sitting by my bed, she didn't know what was happening. So it was a really kind of like a miracle, though, don't you think? It was a miracle. She didn't know. Yeah. 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 And is that when the doctor sort of discouraged you from trying to have children, sort of saying it's not a great idea? Yeah. So after brain surgery, because they had to leave some of the tumor there without, so they wouldn't paralyze me, um, mm -hmm. the doctor was like, this is not a good idea for you. You should not get pregnant. So that's when we switched over to operation surrogacy. Yeah. So tell me about that because I have to say, having had so many friends that have had their babies through surrogates um, for myriad reasons. I mean, some are health reasons, some are same-sex couples, some are single moms, have relied on surrogates. And don't you agree that these women have a special place somewhere in the world? Like, they are saints walking among us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Our surrogate how did you, was incredible. Yeah, how did you find her? How did you find your surrogate? So first, you know, Kim Kardashian had helped me kind of assemble a team. And then a part of the team wasn't really working. So then Zoe Saldana was like, oh, go to this agency. So I went to this agency. They matched us with a surrogate. We signed the paperwork and funded the account, Kelly. And then COVID uh -huh. hit two days later. Ugh. And Oof. so now you're seeing COVID babies and you're seeing the world shut down and you're seeing all this stuff. And we're like, okay, this has to be on hold. And so we held until later that summer when things seemed a little bit more stable, a smidge. And we mm -hmm. started up again. And what happened in that situation is her uterine lining wouldn't grow to the final stage. Right. So that's what holds that embryo and keeps it, you know, safe. Yeah. So we mm -hmm. had a breakup with that surrogate, which was super sad because she was so lovely and she really, really wanted to do this for us. And it had been a long time of hanging in and it not working. And so the lawyer, who was also Kim's lawyer, called me and said, listen, you guys don't have a lot of time. I understand this. I have somebody that can help you find someone fast, kind of like a concierge agency lady. Wow. Her name was Stephanie Levitch. And I said, I'm, I think I'm done. I think I'm just over this. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. 
maybe this isn't meant to be, maybe this isn't for us. And he goes, just trust me, have a phone call with her. Mm -hmm. And so I called her up and she was just so moved by our story at that point. (laughs) She was like, I really want to help you guys. I think I have the perfect surrogate for you already. And by the next day, basically, we were on the phone with this family. We loved them. And we're like, let's go. And so we did. And we had such a wonderful experience with them. They came to L.A. for the implantation. We spent the week with them, got to know them. And it was something that she had dreamed of doing even before she was married. And her husband was like confused by the whole thing. He was like, what is this? I don't get it. Right. And but she had her own children. Had she had her own children? She had two of her own. And so we went on the journey and it was so special. I would send voice recordings so she could play for the belly. And she's like, oh, she's kicking. Oh, my gosh. It was really cool. And then um, finally she came and it was just such a beautiful birth experience. My friend Lori uh, Bregman is a doula and she taught me all the things to kind of empower me in that delivery room so that I could make choices. And so, yeah, I didn't want her water to break. And so we didn't, and we got to have that really beautiful birth and she pushed around maybe like 12 pushes. It was so fast and so easy. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. When it goes right, it goes so right. Yeah. And I said, I go, you make pregnancy and birth like you do it better than I do regular life. Like it's so easy. (laughs) And so... Um, She was meant to do this. She was born to do this. She is an angel walking this earth. And the best was like two days later when we were in LA, I was talking with her husband on FaceTime and I said, you know, I never got to really ask you what your experience was like. And he said, honestly, we really loved getting to know you guys. But the moment you two became parents, I'll never forget looking at you guys and how happy you were. He goes, that was worth everything for us to see you guys become a family. And then he said, hearing you call your friends and say, I'm so grateful to have good news to call from a hospital for once. That just hit me so hard. So it was really nice to see his, um, his journey through this too. Yeah, because I, you know, you focus so much on the, you know, the surrogates, but there's a whole family involved and so now what do you, will you maintain a relationship with your surrogate? Will you send pictures of Athena or is it like sort of like a separation and that's it? No, we, first of all, we never left the delivery room with them. We all, we had a room next door, but mm-hmm. I wanted to be with them. I wanted them to feel the reward of what they just did. So mm-hmm. we were all together. We hung out, the kids came, they got to like, you know, meet her and spend time with her. And they've already been out here to visit. They were here to visit maybe a week and a half, two weeks later. Wow. And um, they're family to us forever. We're eternally grateful to them. And yeah, at first, like when you do this process, they're like, will you agree to send pictures? And we're like, yeah, of course. I mean, I send pictures like on the regular to them. They're, they're such a big part of our lives now. And I see the kids being able to grow up together in a sense. Like I said, you guys are welcome to come to Connecticut in the summers and and be with us there. And so And yeah. I think it's really unique so many times. It's sort of like once the baby's born, it's sort of everybody goes in their separate direction and then that's kind of it. But to have like a relationship like that, that sounds extraordinary. 
Um, what advice do you have for people who have tried IVF for many, many years and maybe it hasn't worked and they're considering surrogacy? Like, is there anything you've learned along the way that you can tell people, you know, the ups and downs of it? I think overall, it's there's a bigger lesson in not letting your fear rule your decisions and surrendering and having faith um, and patience. Because for a long time, even knowing I wanted to have kids, I was always also scared. How is this going to change my life? Is this going to be a good thing for us? And then just the the journey through surrogacy, like one of the things that Kim taught me was to just kind of release that type A control freak nature and just to trust and just knowing that everything's going to happen in the order it's supposed to happen and that, but not giving up so easily either. Mm. Um, she's the greatest gift I've ever gotten in my life. And if I had given up, oh my gosh, I would have missed out on this love and this joy. So I would say, don't give up. And if you're going to go through surrogacy, find the people that you want to do this with and and make sure our, your values match up. And then that's it. Let them go. They want to do a good job. They don't want a bad outcome. But you know, while you're going through all of this, in the middle of this, you get another diagnosis. I, the highest high and then this lowest low. Explain to me what happened. I know what I'm buying my mom friends for Mother's Day. The Ori joggers. Jana's obsessed. My stylist Audrey is obsessed. So I know they're a sure hit. And if any one of my family or friends are listening to this podcast, hint, hint, these would be a great gift for me. They're designed with their dream knit stretch fabric, which I love because they're so ridiculously comfortable, but yet look so good. By the way, they're not just for women. I'm ordering them right now for Mark because Father's Day is right around the corner. No matter how you stay active, running, swimming, yoga, or just running weekend errands, Viore is for you. Viore is offering Let's Talk Off Camera with Kelly Ripper listeners 20% off your first purchase. Get some of the most comfy and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash off camera. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash off camera. You'll also enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viori.com slash off camera and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Melojo, my production company, is such a small business, so when we hire someone, it makes a huge impact. And Albert, I know you wear so many hats over there, you might not have the time or the resources to hire, but LinkedIn changes all of that. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. So Albert, the next time we're hiring, if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. We got Roz, so we know it works. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash off camera. That's linkedin.com slash off camera to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
Albert, I know you're too busy to be frizzy. So grab Waze new anti-frizz cream. It's a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I'm loving it because it helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching my bone dry hair with intense hydration. And during the summer, that's something we could all use. You'll also be way obsessed with Waze bestsellers like I am. My new favorite is their scalp and body scrub. It's a blend of sugar and coconut oil that cleanses, exfoliates, and moisturizes all at once on your scalp and your skin. I'm also really into their Wave Spray for this summer. It's a weightless, salt-free mist that gives you that just out of the ocean and my hair dried perfectly look. You know, like that look that is so unattainable. It doesn't make my hair crunchy at all, and it's super easy to use. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T H E O U A I dot com and enter promo code off camera for 15% off any product. That's T H E O U A I dot com, promo code off camera. You know, while you're going through all of this, in the middle of this, you get another diagnosis. I remember read like I would read Us Weekly because I get Us Weekly when I'm in the nail salon. That's where I check in <laughs> with all of my celebrities. And like on one page, I'm crying tears of joy for Maria Menounos. And on the next page, I'm crying for Maria Menounos. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are these two separate issues? Like explain to me the yin and the yang of your health journey so if the brain tumor wasn't enough in 2017, um, last summer, which was what, 2022, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So I'm in Connecticut. I just got home from a Celtics game, got these horrible leg cramps, woke up in the morning. I'm like, I got to go to the hospital. Something's not right. And they're like, you have type 1. I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, yeah, yeah, isn't that something you're like born with or like you get early, yeah, you right? Get or early is how I understand it. Yeah. Usually you get it earlier. I always fell into a little pre-diabetic, you know, here or there because my dad is diabetic. And mm-hmm. so I quit sugar two years prior to this so that I would never have anybody tell me that I have this. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this doesn't make sense. And funny, I look back now and I'm like, yeah, it didn't really make sense. We should have done a scan of my pancreas then. So I started a healing journey with a naturopath back then, and I um, I started having pains like in the fall, really severe abdominal pain and coupled with diarrhea that persisted for like a month and a half. Mm. And I did all the stool tests, nothing came back. And so when I would tell my doctor, he was like, well, we just scanned you. There's nothing there. So but long- you know your body, you know your body. Yeah. And you know, these doctors, they kind of just quit after they do a few tests and you're like, well, wait, we still don't really know what's going on, but I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep searching. And then I was approached by a woman, you know, Anastasia, the eyebrow guru. She's a good friend of mine. Of course. Yeah, of course. So she had a party and this woman came up to me and she's like, I have this, you know, MRI company called Pranuvo. You have to come, you have to come get a scan. But like, she was aggressive with me. I was like, okay, okay. So I scheduled it. I went in January of this year and they found a large tumor on my pancreas. And I'm sitting in the room. I know we're pregnant. The radiologist is starting to like get pale and shaky and emotional. 
And I said, so I'm a goner, right? Because I just know what tumor and pancreas means. And I'm like, wow, I'm not even going to get to meet my daughter. Like flashes are coming through my head. He's like, you need to go to the hospital right now. And I was like, oh my God. So I texted my doctor. We raced right over to UCLA and I said, we need to get an MRI. We did it. They confirmed it. That was a Friday night. Saturday morning, I woke up and Kevin and I were in the fetal position in bed, just looking at my icons um, of, you know, Jesus and the Virgin Mary and everybody. I prayed Mm -hmm. to at night and I'm guttural crying because I'm like, how could I finally be blessed with this baby? And I'm not going to get to meet her. This is a nightmare. Yeah. And through my primary care who pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to move things fast. We got into a biopsy right away and they confirmed that there was a stage one neuroendocrine tumor. Mm -hmm. And um, we looked back and in November it was there. It was two centimeters. They missed it. Now it had doubled in size by January. So November to January, two months. Um, what would have happened by the end of June when she was born? And so then they went in in February, they removed the tail of my pancreas, my spleen, 17 lymph nodes, and a fibroid the size of a baby (laughs) on my uterus. No. All in one surgery. There were three surgeons and um, yeah, it was pretty intense. I think it was eight hour surgery, that one. But thank God you stayed. Like I know myself if I got the first scan and they told me everything was fine, I'd be like, everything's fine. I would have for myself taken that and just sort of chalked it up to maybe I should just take up eating a sugar again. Maybe my stomach pains is because I've deprived myself of – like I would have rationalized them being right and me being wrong. I don't know that I would have pursued it. Well, think about this. So – First of all, I always say if the pain persists, you have to keep fighting, you have to keep looking, and you can't just listen to anybody because people can be wrong. They're humans, and they're all busy too. But I was trying, and I still couldn't figure it out. I was gifted from the other side. My mom, God, they put that woman in my path at Anastasia's birthday. I wasn't even supposed to be there. and. And so I was going to stay home in Connecticut for the holidays with my dad. And instead I was like, you know, I got to, I got to go back for her birthday. I don't want to miss it. That was total intervention. And so I listen to the messages and the messengers that people that are in my path. So I'll have somebody, my mom, the reason why my mom did so well, a big part of it was I listened to all the signs. So there would be somebody on my couch over there talking to me on the show And they would say something and I'm like, oh my God, that was for my mom. Oh, okay. Mm. Got it. So again, it's, it's, it's removing the fear and just kind of saying, okay, well, let's just explore this. Let's just see, see what this is. I was scared to do it because I I just, I kind of knew something wasn't going to be great. I was feeling things. So, and I know that there's something, it's just, I couldn't get to the bottom of it. How do you check in with your body now? Because I know me, every time I would feel an ache or pain after this, I would immediately assume that it's returned. Are you there psychologically? It happens. It just happened even this past week. My dad mm-hmm. made some eggplants and afterwards I had some real stomach pain. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I'm like, faith, faith, faith. 
And so you have to, there's so many moments where you're scared. And for me now I'm more scared because I have a baby. So I have to lean on my faith and know that if I was supposed to go, I would have gone. I have a purpose. I'm supposed to be here. I'm going to be here. I'm fine. And so sometimes I have to look at Kevin and be like, am I going to be okay? And he's like, yes, yes, you're fine. Stop worrying. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. I do have moments where I get scared. Um, but I, I'm really doing, listen, I'm doing everything I can. I'm eating so clean. I'm working out. I'm happy. I'm meditating. I'm getting back into my meditation. Um, I'm doing all the things. And so it's not really, are you wearing, are you wearing your matis? My matis, I wear it sometimes. Uh, no, you got to wear it all the time, Maria. You should oh. know this. You're Greek. I can't believe I have to tell you this. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. I have it now on my bracelet. I do have. Oh, good. I have two matis on my bracelets. I'm okay. Not. Good girl. Yeah. Good girl. That's very important. <laughs> I know that people, people think I'm nuts, but like when something goes awry, the first thing I do is send them a mati and I'm like, never take this off. <laughs> so do you know about St. Nectarios? He is the healing saint. And mm. he heals all, not just the Greek Orthodox, anyone who believes in him can be healed. And so when my mom was diagnosed, we started praying to him, going to his church. And on the most recent trip to Greece, we went to the island of Aegina, where he's um, he had his church. Wow. And so I got bracelets. So I'm wearing one and then you dip it in oil from his tomb out, outside and you know, it's for healing. So I brought back some and I gave them to some friends who were all dealing with cancer. My one friend called me and he had leukemia and he said, Maria, I am just now tracing back to the moment you gave me that bracelet. Right after that, my white blood cell count went from nothing to abundant. And I'm now able to go to Greece because of it. He wasn't able to travel or do anything because he didn't have any white blood cells. I really want to go to Egina and say thank you. So he went. He said it was so beautiful. So I tell everybody they should know about St. Nectarios. They should know his story. And if you ever go to Greece, go to the island. It's beautiful. That's our next trip. That's where we're going to go. That's Yeah, it's right so, near Athens too. So you told Mark um, that you like talk to your body. Is it a form of meditation? No. So at night I do my prayers. And after my prayers, I go into thanking my body. I thank all the systems, you know, reproductive, neurological, skin, muscular, endocrine system. I thank everything. I thank the organs. I thank my cells and I thank my pancreas and I send everything love. And then sometimes when I'm standing, I'll do it. Or when I go to bed, I'll lay down and I'll tell my body, okay, it's time to go to sleep and time to do all the processes to heal through sleep and mm -hmm. brain. Could you please send a message to my pancreas that I'd like to accelerate my healing brain. Could you please send a message to my thyroid that I wanted to continue healing even faster? Cause your brain is in charge of everything. So why not tell it what to do? See, you're amazing because I'd be like, thanks a lot, pancreas. You're the worst. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> you know? And then I would gently at night tell my pancreas to go F itself. <laughs> I said, but that's why you're like a better, more evolved person than I am. Because I would be, I would have words with my pancreas, but they would be different words. Less, <laughs> less evolved words. I'm dead. That's so funny. No, you have to, you have to be loving to your body. So I thank it for everything that it's been through. Because 
you know, it's it's crazy when I look at what I've gone through. Um, I mean, sometimes I'm like, wow, like I, I, I bounce back fast. My body's been so good to me. And I know that the things I've gone through, it's funny. Like, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a healthy, vibrant person. This makes no sense. Right. And, you know, I know that if I trace things back, obviously there's a lot of traumas, you know, growing up, there were a lot of toxicities that I dealt with in the workplace, a lot of pain that no one will ever know. And it's an accumulation, right? Your, your health is an accumulation of your life and choices and situations and, and traumas. And so there was a Mack truck or a, a, a runaway train that I just couldn't stop. And so these things, I think were all in there percolating and, and I have a really good system. I had my, my NK cells tested and the woman was like, the researcher, she goes, you have an insane natural killer cell function. So I feel really confident that my body, I don't get sick or anything like that. So it seems on the outside, like I'm, you know, maybe weak, fragile, sick, whatever, but I'm not, I'm very healthy and vibrant. I've just had these random things happen that I've had to go through, I think, to bring me to my mission to help other people with their health. I, I, the statistics are insane for people being diagnosed with diabetes after getting COVID. Um, and then we so interesting the vascular diseases in the heart, all the things that we've been seeing people suffer from. So I think that we've never really been sicker and, and you'll see right now, if you want to get an ultrasound in California and LA, it's three months. And I asked the technician, I said, why is it so long? She's like, we have so much staff. We have weekends. We have nights. People just are really sick and they need it more than ever. Right. I think that, you know, all these things just kind of set me up for, for what I've dealt with. And? And so two things. I'm going to tell you about a meditation that will change everything. Are you tired of scrubbing your bathroom clean? I am. Transform your bathroom cleaning with wet and forget weekly shower cleaner. Just spray today and rinse tomorrow for a no scrub clean. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, it's your once a week solution to keeping your tub and shower surfaces sparkling clean. Available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. Join thousands who have switched to an easier clean. Get Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and make your bathroom sparkle with zero scrubbing. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. I just ordered some super cute beach cover-ups and cotton sweaters for our upcoming vacation, and Roz is currently sporting their maternity leggings. Roz, <laughs> what's your review? How many stars? Five stars. Five stars. You're wearing them right now? I'm, wearing, I'm literally wearing them they're right now. They're adorable. And they're snug in all the right places. You know what <laughs> You know what angers me is that Quince wasn't around when I was pregnant. Okay? We just had coveralls in every size. That's it. Coveralls. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash off camera for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash off camera to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash off camera.
So first, Yoga Nidra, if you YouTube it, the first one that pops up is the one I would use, and it was really great. So you can lay down for 20 minutes, and she takes your awareness to different parts of your body. So you never have time to think. So she's like, you know, put place your awareness on your thumb, your index finger, your middle finger. And she goes through all this. So you're just going, going, going through your body. And by the time you're done, you feel like you got a three-hour nap. It's amazing. It's very restorative. Also, shout out to your British accent. Yeah, that was amazing. Right. I always say we need a good accent. I would make fun of my British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to tell you what changed my whole life. Okay. My friend Marie Forleo came home from a meditation event, and she said, Maria, you've got to try this. I go, I a meditation event, I'd rather poke my eyeballs out. <laughs> I, and I'm self-help queen. Like there's right, no right. way. She goes, Maria, I felt like a snake coming out of my skin. And I said, huh, I have to try this. So it's Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's been on my show many times. And uh, what he does is so different than meditation. It really shouldn't even be called meditation, but he's changing the way your brain works. He's helping you change your personality to change your reality. He's helping you catch those negative thoughts, helping you focus on what you want rather than what you don't want, reprogramming your brain for the life that you want because we are addicted to the life that we don't want. So I started his course online. It's called The Formula. And within three days, my very, very challenging anxiety disappeared and has not come back. No kidding. I had medicine. I called my doctor. I said, I can't white knuckle this anymore. Wow. In three days, it was gone. I'm writing all this. Don't, I'm not ignoring you. I'm no, just writing all this down. It's so incredible. How did you uh, change aspects of your personality to change your reality? New patterns, new behaviors, new choices. So if I would go left, I went right. Uh, I would change the order I did things in. You know, we wake up, we do the same things exactly in the same order. So instead of brushing my teeth, I'd go downstairs and take my vitamins. Instead of taking my vitamins at that moment, I would go out and get the sun. I would just say yes to things I would say no to. And I knew that every time I made a different decision, I was leading myself to a different path and a new reality. You know, they say like the definition of insanity is doing the same things and expecting different results, right? So I always say... <laughs> You know, sometimes everything we're running from is what we should be running to. We just don't know it yet. So in closing, what are the top things people can do to change the course of their own health, would you say? Okay. Well, one, I think you need an accountability partner. A lot of people don't have healthy role models in their lives. And so what I, and I, and I say this not to plug my show, but we do this daily here. So, and we have the best experts on every single day. This show saved my life and, and has saved so many other people. So if you don't have a squad, we're your squad. And we have people every day that are going to give you tools that will help you in your journey. You have to understand the foundation of what the medical world can do, not assume they can do everything. So we've had doctors on here, triple board certified, who are like, we went to medical school thinking we were going to heal people. And we woke up and realized we're pharmacists. And that's why, mm. they, in mm -hmm. their words, that's why the suicide rate is so massive in doctors and number one, in fact. So you have to understand that they're great at generally diagnosing surgeries, generally, and prescribing in terms of healing you, anytime I've asked a doctor, hey, so how do we bring about the healing here? Here are all these different ailments. 
they don't even know how to connect the dots because everything now is a specialty and they're shipping you off over here and they're shipping you off over there and there's no nothing that's cohesive. So you need a naturopath on your team that's going to get to the root of everything. Their job is to heal you. And so you need to understand that you're you're like the New England Patriots, you know, and you're you're Bill Belichick, you're the coach. You're not going to put Tom Brady in defense, you're not going to put defense on offense. You have to know where you're using your players. So my number one thing is really understand the landscape and understand that these doctors aren't god. They're amazing. We love them. We can't live without them. But we need to know what they're good at. And we need to actually ask them when they're going to operate on our brain, how many of these surgeries have you performed? And when you Mm -hmm. do feel pain and you got a radiology report and it says there's nothing there, let's get a second opinion. I now know that. You're hiring them. Stop thinking that it's the other way around, that we should just be so lucky. Find the best of the best to cut you open and the best of the best to take you down a different, uh, you know, a path of healing and know that they have 15 minutes with you. That's why you want the naturopath that's going to give you two hours. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest things for health is you are what you eat. I mean, let's go back to Hippocrates, let food be thy medicine. And then sunlight is actually medicinal, friends. It's not your yes. enemy. Sunlight is so good for you. It really is. So, me- And people will go crazy. They're yep. like, but skin cancer... Yes, you can put on sunscreen, you can wear sun protective clothing, but actual sunlight is so medicinal. My vitamin D levels are off the charts now. The common mm-hmm. denominator across cancers is low vitamin D. You need sunlight and you need your retinas have UV receptors and your skin is your solar panel for your body. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much research behind this that I've been studying. And so, you know, those are really the kind of headlines, but we go deep on all of this um, every single day here. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time and educating us. I say like Maria's podcast, Heal Squad, is the opposite of our podcast. <laughs> we give you we, – we literally give you no tools – and this is our, I think, our first health episode. I love it. Yeah. It, unless you count therapy. We did therapy. The marriage health. We did, yeah. we did couples therapy on our show. But that's about it. That's as deep as we get into the health. This has been, like, joyful. Make sure, everybody, you check out Maria's podcast, Heal Squad. Congratulations on baby Athena. Give our love to Kev and Papu. Thanks. And um, I'll see you. Hopefully, I'll get to see you in the studio together soon. I would you love You know, that. as a... As opposed to you filling in for me and me playing hooky. Yeah, when Mark wants to go to Greece and and leave you behind, I'll come fill in for him. It'll be girls trip, gr- yeah. girls trip, the two of us. Okay, um, thanks, love Maria. You. Thank love you. So you. Much. Okay, all the best. Happy to see you. Hi guys, thank you. Day that was so awesome. That was so fun. You know what? God has been good to me and has not given me a lot of health problems because he knows I'm like somebody that will completely ignore it if it's there. (laughs) I'm always like, is this a lump? And Mark's like, I'm not sure. And then I forget about it. Like everything, that is is me in a nutshell. Like I just... I forget about it. Well, we have... It's it's time for Ask Kelly, so... Kyle's in the waiting room. Oh, okay, wait. I'm ready. All right, then it's time for Ask Kelly! (laughs) You know what I liked about that one? The Ask and the Kelly were two separate K's. <laughs> ask Kelly. Yeah, they were. That was um, incredible. All right, Jan. All right, Kyle, stick around. Okay, Ask Kelly. From Kaloha Borg, 
if you weren't an actress or a host, what would your ideal job have been? Oh, that's a great I question. I know what it is, but let's hear what yours You is. think you know what it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I've got so many career paths that I would have much rather have taken. Um, gosh, I like to say I'd be a fitness trainer, but I wouldn't be. I like to say I'd be a ballet dancer, but I wasn't good enough. Um, I like to say that I'd be a travel agent, but just because I like to travel, I would be an amazing dermatologist because I would be like Dr. Pimple Popper. I love extracting (laughs) things. Um, What do you think I would be? You would be the sickest party motivator at a bar mitzvah. Oh, yes. No, that is <laughs> at true. At a bar mitzvah? I would be a bar mitzvah party motivator 100%. A DJ. Yes, a wedding yes. DJ. A wedding DJ. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. I would be a local. I would be a locally sourced bar mitzvah party motivator. Yes. Yes. That would be my job. Okay. From Linda. What, how do you pronounce this? Kind up. Kind up. Um. It would be so fun to see you and your family on reality TV. Have you ever considered it? Would you ever? No. Um, Linda, no. And I'll tell you why. Here's the thing. We are really normal. And by no, I am I, no way implying that uh, reality TV stars aren't normal. But they lean into the drama and discomfort. And if you put cameras on us in reality... As Seth can attest to anytime we've tried to shoot something at home, we all sort of shut down. It's like it's like wilting flowers. We're not nearly as entertaining as you might think. It's kind of it would be like watching paint dry on a wall. Shameless plug for Linda kind op. If you want to hear reality TV, tune into the podcast with Kelly's children on it. Oh, because that yes. is a slice of reality TV that will be coming up. Is reality it though, podcasting. Is it though? They they are just off the walls with it. <laughs> I mean, like the questions they ask me, I'm like, ask me something you would normally ask me. Don't I ask me this it. crap. They were asking me bonkers questions. <laughs> the closest you'll get, Linda. The closest you'll get. Okay. All right, that's it. That's it? Yep. All right. Thank you, listeners. Thanks so much. Uh, can't wait to talk off camera. Oh, wait. Does Kyle sing an outro? Come on, Kyle. Okay, do you want to say bye? Can't wait to talk off camera next week. Bye, and I can't wait to talk off camera next week. See you next week, everybody. (laughs) Thanks, Kyle. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Off Camera with Kelly Ripa is a co-production of Melojo Productions and PRX Productions with help from Goat Rodeo. Our theme song is Follow Me from APM Music. From Melojo, our team is Kelly Ripa, Mark Consuelos, Albert Bianchini, Jan Chalet, Devin Schneider, Michael Halpern, Jacob Small, Roz Therian, Seth Gronquist, and Julia Desch. From PRX Productions, our team is Kara Schillen, Genevieve Sponsler, Megan Nidolsky, Edwin Ochoa. Additional sound design by Terrence Bernardo. The executive producer of PRX Productions is Jocelyn Gonzalez. This show is powered by Stitcher.